February 1st, Hampstead, 1821 My dear girl, I have been this week wishing to write to you, but putting it off every day in hopes of having something concerning your brother to communicate, which would not give you pain. But it is in vain to wait any longer. Oh, my dear, he is very ill. He has been so ever since the 8th of December. If I had written this letter two hours sooner, I should have owned to you that I had scarcely a hope remaining. And even now, when I have just received a letter from Mr. Seven, with the nearest approaching to good news that we have had since this last attack, there is nothing to rest upon. Merely a hope. A chance. But I will tell you all, in as collected a way as I can. On the 10th of January, Mr. Brown received a letter from Rome saying your brother had been attacked with spitting of blood and that the symptoms were very bad. He had been ill for 17 days and did not appear to get better. I judged of you by myself, and though I was then about to write, I deferred it for some time in hopes a letter more cheering might arrive. I cannot think I was wrong. If you knew how much I regretted that it had not been kept from me, how continually I thought a fortnight or even a week's ignorance of it would have been more pain spared, and when at last I could not bear to keep silence any longer for fear you should fancy the least neglect should have occasioned it, I wrote a letter that without mentioning anything positively bad, did not, if I may judge from your answer, give you hopes of a speedy recovery. Once or twice we have heard slight accounts, which were neither calculated to raise or depress our hopes, but yesterday I was told of a letter from the physician which said he was exactly the same. He did not get better, nor did he get worse. But could I conceal from myself that with him, not getting better was getting worse? If ever I gave up hope, I gave it up then. I tried to destroy it. I tried to persuade myself that I should never see him again. I felt that you ought no longer to remain in ignorance, and the whole of this day I have been thinking how I could tell you. I am glad, very glad I waited, for I have just received the account I spoke of in the beginning of this letter. Mr. Seven says that for the first time he feels a hope. He thinks he shall bring him back to us. Surely that is saying a great deal. And yet, the reason he gives for that hope destroys it. For the last three days, the letter was dated the 11th of January, your brother has been calm. He had resigned himself to die. Oh, can you bear to think of it? He has given up even wishing to live. Good God. Is it to be born that he, formed for everything good, and I think I dare say it for everything great, is to give up his hopes of life and happiness, so young too, and to be murdered, for that is the case, by the mere malignity of the world, joined to want of feeling in those who ought above all to have felt for him, I am sure nothing during his long illness has hurt me so much as to hear he was resigned to die. But I will say no more about it. In a week or ten days I will enclose you the letter. You should have it sooner, 
but we are obliged, in consequence of a message respecting money, to send it to a friend in London first. And now, my dear girl, my dear sister, for so I feel you to be, forgive me if I have not sufficiently softened this wretched news. Indeed, I am not now able to contrive words that would appear less harsh. If I am to lose him, I lose everything. And then you, after my mother, will be the only person I shall feel interest or attachment for. I feel that I love his sister as my own. God bless you. He has talked of you continually. He did so when he was in great danger last spring. He has also expressed a wish for my mother and Mrs. Dilk to call and see you. I cannot give up a hope that you may one day come and see me. Do you think Mr. Abbey will ever be induced to give his consent? If you think so, whenever you write, tell me, and my mother should ask his permission. But not just at present, unless you think that would not be venturing too far at first. I remain, my dearest girl, yours very affectionately, Fanny. I forgot to mention, he reads no letters for fear of agitating himself. I know I may trust to you never to mention me either now or at any future time as connected with your brother, as I know he would dislike that sort of gossiping way in which people not concerned mention those things. God bless you once more. Postmark, 12 o'clock, February 2nd, 1821, evening. Address, Miss Keats, Richard Abbey's Esquire, Wolverhampton.